Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to 2 Kings chapter 13. In the three and twentieth year of Joash, the son of Ahaziah, king of Judah, Jehoaz, the son of Jehu, began to reign over Israel in Samaria and reigned seventeen years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord and followed the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which made Israel to sin. He departed not therefrom. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he delivered them into the hand of Hazael, king of Syria, and into the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hazael, all, all their days. And Jehoahaz besought the Lord, and the Lord hearkened unto him, for he saw the oppression of Israel, because the king of Syria oppressed them. And the Lord gave Israel a savior, or a deliverer, so that they went out from under the hand of the Syrians, and the children of Israel dwelt in their tents as before time. Nevertheless, they departed not from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, who made Israel sin, but walked therein, and there remained the grove also in Samaria. The narrative here is difficult to follow because the historian continually moves ahead of the circumstances he is discussing. He could do so because he was writing many years later. The Lord's response to Jehoahaz's prayer promised a Savior to deliver Israel from the Syrians. Because the title of Savior is associated with Jesus, some may think that the Lord was promising a deliverer, but all that was being promised was deliverance. Deliverance from Hazael, king of Syria, and later his son, Ben-Hadad, was to come through the son and grandson of Jehoahaz, and that was by Kiel and Delich. They explain, in this oppression, Jehoahaz prayed to the Lord, and the Lord heard this prayer, because he saw their oppression at the hands of the Syrians and gave Israel a savior so that they came out from the power of the Syrians and dwelt in their booths again as before, i.e. were able to live peaceably again in their houses, being driven without being driven off and led away by the foe. The Savior was neither an angel nor the prophet Elisha, nor a victory obtained by Jehoahaz over the Syrians, but the Lord gave them the Savior in the two successors of Jehoahaz, in the kings of Jehoash and Jeroboam, the former of whom wrested from the Syrians all the cities that had been conquered by them under his father, while the latter restored the, the ancient boundaries of Israel. According to verses 22 to 25, the oppression by the Syrians lasted as long as Jehoahaz lived. But after his death, the Lord had compassion upon Israel. And after the death of Hazael, when his son Ben-Hadad had become king, Jehoash recovered from Ben-Hadad all the Israelitish cities that had been taken by Syrians. The Jehoash mentioned here is not the same Jehoash who was king of Judah. There were two kings by the same name, Jehoash, who became king of Israel, the northern kingdom, and the son of Jehoahaz, and and helped deliver Israel from the Syrians. The other Jehoash, also called Joash, was the one hid by the priests in Judah uh, when Athaliah had the royal seed killed. He became king of Judah, the southern kingdom, at the age of seven, and ruled for forty years. Now was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 7, Neither did he leave of the people of Jehoahaz but fifty horsemen, and ten chariots, and ten thousand footmen, for the king of Syria had destroyed them, and had made them like the dust of threshing by threshing. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoahaz, and all that he did in his might, and all they 
are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah, of Israel? And Jehoahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria, and Joash his son reigned in his stead. In the thirty and seventh year of, the, of Joash king of Judah began Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, to reign over Israel in Samaria, and reigned sixteen years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and who made Israel sin, but he walked therein. And the rest of the acts of Joash, and all that he did, his might, wherewith he fought against Amaziah king of, of Judah, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Joash slept with his fathers, and Jeroboam sat upon his throne, and Joash was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Now Elisha was fallen sick of his sickness, whereof he died. And Joash the king of Israel came down unto him, and wept over his face, and said, O my father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he, and he said to the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's, on the king's hands. And he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And he shot the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek till thou have consumed them. And he said, Take the arrows, and he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, Smite upon the go a ground, and he smote thrice, and stayed, or ceased, or stopped. And the man of, jo of God was wroth with him, and said, Thou shouldst have smitten five or six times. Then hadst thou smitten Syria, till thou hadst consumed it, whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but thrice. These verses record the death of Elisha. Jehoash, king of Israel, sought the prophet before his death, perhaps feeling that Elisha alone held the key of Israel's future safety. Elisha responded by inviting Jehoash to open a window and shoot an arrow toward the east. The arrow symbolized the Lord's deliverance of Israel from the Syrians. Elisha also told the king to shoot some arrows into the ground, which he did. The shooting of the arrows to the earth was intended to symbolize the overthrow of the Syrians. The king shot only three arrows, for this Elisha chastised him, saying that he that had Jehoash shot five or six times, he would have smitten the Syrians to destruction. That was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 20, And Elisha died, and they buried him, and the bands of, of the Moabites invaded the land of, at, the coming of the year, in, at the coming in of the year. And it came to pass, as they were burying a man, that, behold, they spied a band of men, and they cast the man into the sepulcher of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. But Hazael, king of Syria, oppressed Israel all the days of Jehoahaz, and the king was gracious unto them, and had compassion on them, and had respect unto them, because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and would not destroy them, neither cast he them from his presence as yet. So Hazael, king of Syria, died, and Ben-Hadad his son reigned in his stead. And Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, took again out of the, land, out of the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hazael, the, the cities which he had taken out of the hand of Jehoahaz, his father, by war. Three times did Joash beat him and recovered the cities of Israel. So that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.